guys. This is Mara Lee, and we are ha- recording three wise to the Welcome back. It's Mara Lee, and we're in 2020 recording on the Wings of Love podcast, a Bachelor fanatic story of The Bachelor. So it is already January, and in fact, it's not even early January. I have been gone for quite some time. I was gone out of the country for almost a month, and I'm back now, finally, and I have my producer on the line, Chelsea. Hey. Welcome back. Hi. It's great to be here. Um, yeah, obviously. We love you. Um <laughs> So for my fans, if this is your first time uh, listening, welcome for the first time. For my loyal listeners, welcome back. Um, So I'm so excited to begin another year of this podcast and now with you on board. So this is so incredible. I am so excited to have a producer who is um, editing and recording. And uh, for those of you who've listened to this podcast before, I started this thing uh, using an app. Uh, which we have ads for, but it's an awesome app. It's called Anchor. Uh, And Anchor basically is a really easy platform to record and make your own podcast. And uh, the podcast kind of blew up, uh, especially after it was an episode I did with a former contestant on the show, uh, Holly Julian. And that was such an awesome episode back then. It was a great episode. Oh, thanks. Really, really good. Um, yeah. What did you like about it, Chelsea? I liked how real she was and how, uh, and how great it was to hear someone's story outside of, you know, with the bachelor, there's so much about to talk to her about her experience on the show and, you know, she met her husband on the show and all of that. But I loved hearing her sort of everyday life and struggles and passions. And uh, it was extremely relatable. And you're so good at interviewing. (laughs) And you have such, I think it's because you have such empathy. You like really relate. And you encouraged her so much too, which was like really touching. It's a great episode. Well, Holly, I so appreciate the compliment, but Holly is just (laughs) a gem of a person. And uh, she was so great to chat with. That was, um, you know, a really long episode. So if you have time, Mm. go back and listen to it. Um, Worth it. You do have... Yeah, definitely worth the listen. It's definitely worth, you know, while you're doing dishes or driving um, or working out. I love working. I love listening to podcasts while I'm working out. You know, mm-hmm. it's past the time. Um, but yeah, this year we have several people on board to, uh, well, release. I, I do have an awesome episode that I recorded last year. We're going to release from a basically a family member of a former contestant on The Bachelor. And then I have several other people lined up already. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is, um, well, I guess I'm just going to, I don't know if I should tell you guys, but she's a former contestant on The Bachelor, and she lives in New York. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, so definitely have another female on board for another interview. Uh, there's another woman from Bachelor Nation who lives in Chicago who I'm hoping to get on here um, probably by, like, March. I'd say the latest, so I'll release that hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, I'm really excited for this year ahead, not only with these interviews, but also we got to recap 
the season, oh, which yeah. is already taking off. Well, it's it's um, two weeks in. Uh, third third episode's coming up soon. But you have been busy. You have been very busy. <laughs> so tell well, us what you've been doing. Yeah, I, I guess it's, it's pleasure, right? Busy means it can be for work or it can be for pleasure. This has been busy for pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got married uh, a few months ago. And we did a delayed honeymoon uh, for over the holidays. And it was just, it was awesome. It was a perfect time for us because uh, Andy and I could both, uh, de- like, what's the word, you know, detach from our regular lives and mm-hmm. our work, inf- like, emails coming through. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so basically, we left um, on Christmas Eve. And we were gone for a little over three weeks. Um, and we went to Singapore, uh, Australia, a few different cities in Australia. And then at the end we were in Hawaii. So yeah, it was quite the vacation. Um, we feel very lucky and blessed and, um, we totally recognize we'll probably never do a trip like this, this long again until we're really old. (laughs) Uh, so we totally know where we felt like very, privileged and blessed to take this much time off. But, um, it was just incredible. It was just so cool seeing that side of the world. And, Mm -hmm. um, Singapore is such an incredible country. It's, it's kind of like Westernized, Mm -hmm. um, but it's beautiful. It's so, um, intelligently configured. So it's like, so like the infrastructure is Mm -hmm. so intelligent the subway, the the roads, the the everything, the way it's done is so smart. Is it true um, that chewing you... gum is against the law there? I don't know. It That's might like a be. joke from. Um, it's a joke from Legally Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's like I I've always imagined that Singapore is like immaculate, like there's it, no trash on the ground. Like I just that's how what I picture, and that's what it's like. And it's just it's actually just beautiful. It's like mm-hmm. going to a tropical paradise, and it's so lush. Like mm-hmm. everything is so lush, mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, you know, my husband actually did force me not to chew gum because of that either that's a real law it might be a real law because my husband like stopped me I had gum in my bag several times and I'd be like I'm just gonna chew my gum he's like no 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 you will not chew gum so I don't know it could be a law I don't know but uh anyway it's an awesome country and uh it's it's great and then in uh Australia we went to Sydney we were there for New Year's Mm -hmm. and then we were in Hamilton Island Mm -hmm. really great very posh place to be. Um, mm-hmm. We found out from one of our tour guides that we did like ATV and we went on a helicopter over the Great Barrier Reef. We did so many like so cool. crazy. Ex- yeah. Honestly, that sounds like it was- bachelor dates one after oh, the other. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was so cool. I was like, I can totally see like they put you in these environments on the bachelor where it's just heightened. You're like, this mm-hmm. is the best thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. So of course you're going to be like, attaching that emotion to that person mm-hmm. you know especially when you're impressionable as most of these young girls are mm-hmm. they're like 23 years old right out of college yeah I'm thinking like if I was you know I'm much older than that and <laughs> if I was doing those kind of dates with my now husband you know at the beginning of our relationship I would have just 
I would have been like, he is the bee's knees. I have to marry this guy. <laughs> you yes. know? Yes. So dreamy. Very dreamy. So anyway, but honeymoon was great. We loved it. Definitely check out Hamilton Island. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you're interested as you're listening to me talk, feel free to look at my personal page. Um, uh, speaking of pages, we do have an On the Wings of Love Instagram. Yes. Da, da, done. <laughs> Finally. Uh, yeah, I had to start one for 2020 to get your feedback, to get uh, opinions, and just to post cool pictures of The Bachelor and things going on. But if you're interested in my personal life, um, you want to see photos from the honeymoon, you can follow me at Marilee17. Mm-hmm. Um, and otherwise, just follow the uh, Instagram for the podcast, which is on the Wings of Love podcast. Yeah. Really easy. Yeah. And you have a great post about Australia and what's going on there and things that we can do um, to deal with our environment and take care of the earth, the one earth that we have. I really loved that post. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I forgot I did that. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot I did that, Chelsea. Um, (laughs) You're right. Yeah. The fires. Let's just bring note to that real quick. The fires in Australia have been horrible. They started, I want to say, in November. Um, And I know that a lot of people in the States weren't really made aware of it until, you know, the fires were essentially burning such a large landmass of the country. But um, even before we, when we were over in Singapore, we had a lot of people warning us, Mm -hmm. you know, be careful when you're there. You got to wear a mask while you're Mm -hmm. in their country because it's, the air quality is so bad. And, um, Mm -hmm. and it was, I mean, the air quality in Sydney when we were there was like around 120 from basically the whole time we were there, Mm -hmm. which in context, like most people, even in where I am, New York city, the highest it might be is like 35. So that's a hundred like decibels more Mm -hmm. 35 to 120. That's insane. Yeah. So it's definitely unsafe. It, the air quality is horrible. Um, and I just think that, you know, I think often we all look at it and go, what can we do? Oh, we can only do something if we give money to an organization. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think we all realize that, like, this is all happening because of how we're treating the environment. And it's it honestly is everything from taking joy rides like Pilot Pete does. I hate to say that, but it's true. It's not good for the environment. Yeah. For someone to like get in a plane and just take a joy ride. It's horrible. That's true. And it's everything from that to like, you know, composting your food to using recyclable coffee containers, water bottles, and not using plastic. We use plastic so much. And, uh, you're right. I totally forgot. I made a cool post. <laughs> so if you want to see that, it was on January 3rd. It's a picture of us in front of um, the Sydney Harbor uh, on New Year's, which was such a fun night. But uh, yeah, there's so many things we can do. It's just like make our, you know, to be efficient. Yeah. Sorry, that soapbox over. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. Though. Oh. I'm, glad, I'm glad that you um, that you took some time to post that hmm. well thanks so yeah. uh so bachelor so let me ask you because I was not here with premiering mm-hmm. what was the buzz like like the first week of the bachelor night one and then that whole week after night one what was the energy like you know on social media around friends you know because yeah you know I both know a lot of people who lo- love the show and watch it oh yeah 
So I, uh, I'm on a kind of perpetual break from social media. So I'm mostly texting with my friends um, and seeing the ones that I can um, as regularly as I can. And uh, I actually um, did not watch that episode until Friday of that week, I think. And so all you did. week, and all week, I was like, you know, trying to not like read too much into the text messages that my friends were sending about the episode because I I really wanted to not have any like spoilers for that episode, and also I don't want any spoilers for the whole season either. Like, I want to watch everything unfold. Um, so uh, so yeah, the general buzz was like. I can't wait to till the end. Like everyone's just like wishes we could binge it. Like can't wait for the next episode. Can't wait for the end of the season. (coughs) Um, Just very, uh, very excited. Everyone had theories already of what was going to happen, which was kind of fun because then we uh, with with a group of friends of mine here in Philly, we're doing a bachelor bracket like a fantasy league. Those are so fun to do. Oh yeah. So everyone has like very, uh, very distinct ideas of what's going to happen at the end. Um, so I wonder if that's like twofold, two reasons. One, is it just our culture nowadays that we're just like, let me just fast forward to the end of the season and like binge watch show because we get to do that. Right. Part of our culture now is we get to go on Netflix and Amazon Hulu and like binge watch a series. And so I wonder if part of it is just our need to, you know, watch everything at one time. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. But I've also never heard, I would agree that since when I came back to the United States, (laughs) I'd been out of it. I would, you know, was out of the bachelor world for the whole week, first week, Mm -hmm. um, or the bachelor bubble of the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, I I thought it was so interesting that like everyone was so invested already. I was like, this never happens early on. Yeah first episode people are not invested they're like "Mm, I haven't decided if I'm gonna watch the season or not that's usually where people are at so the fact that like you know the ratings were so high Mm -hmm. what I think Mike Fly said it was like 30 percent higher than normal wow to which yeah to which Hannah Brown tweeted you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) love her she's like Uh, I did all the work for you guys I did like, see the like bitch. me. I did see the little gif of her. Uh, is it gif? I don't know. Um, yeah, when she of her like walking out of the limo, and I was like expecting that. I knew that I was gonna see her the first episode. Um, but yeah, I think she definitely got those ratings up. Everyone. Oh, totally. So wait, question to you. Do you think she said you're welcome? Because this has been a debate. Like I've heard multiple podcasts um, comment on this. Mm-hmm. Do you think she was saying you're welcome? Like, you're welcome, Mike Fleiss. I came on your show and duh, the ratings went up. Or mm-hmm. do you think she was saying like, you're welcome. Like you put me in an environment where I was going to be emotional on my birthday. And I saw my ex-boyfriend, you know, at the mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. And naturally, I'm I'm gonna give you that raw material because and I, it, it wasn't comfortable for her. I'm sure maybe she hated that. You know, maybe she's saying you're welcome. Like you used me as a pawn in your scheme, and you're welcome. Like you got what you want. I think she's 
more in control than that. So I was going to bring this up if we talked about her later, but I'll just put it out there now. So the, was that the second episode that she, uh, or was it the first? So I think it was the first. The first. Because, right. Yeah. Yeah. It Cause the- it was a, it was a to be continued. Yeah. And so this is what's confusing with this episode. We'll just, I'll touch on this later, but mm-hmm. the episode didn't end with a rose ceremony. No. Yeah. It kept going. Yeah. So it was yeah. the first episode. Yeah. So I think that, and I've heard her talk about her experience as the bachelorette working with mm-hmm. producers where she would be like, I will give you what you want. Like you don't have to micromanage. You don't have to mm-hmm. ask me certain questions or try to manipulate me. Just let me go and I will give you content that is highly entertaining. And so I think she went into this and just like turned on the waterworks. You know, she's like in the little room by herself and she's like crying and the mascara is just all over her face. And I'm thinking like she is in her element. She is like a mastermind right now. And she's like got all of America wondering if she's going to show up in the house or show up at the last rose ceremony like everyone's addicted to her and she didn't she win dancing with the stars she did i just yeah (laughs) as you're saying this in my head i'm going bang bang yes (laughs) she's like i'm "I'm a professional like let me do my work you're so right. I yeah. don't know why I didn't think of that. Chelsea, you nailed it. I, yeah. I think your theory is like on the money. I So, okay, little side joke. Hannah Brown says, bang, bang, like all the time. <laughs> and I just think it's hilarious. And I think I've watched her do it so much that like yeah. I've picked it up. Yeah. So much that I don't even realize I'm doing it sometimes. <laughs> and I've had friends like point out to me like, are you doing the Hannah Brown thing? Like what the <laughs> heck? I'm like, bang bang. <laughs> yeah. That all that so to right. say that she, she probably has feelings for him. I mean, she oh. had feelings for him slash still does probably. I mean, I I don't think that takes away from the fact that she's gifted. <laughs> I think you're totally right. I think she's, clearly she was always smarter than they all thought she was. Oh, it yeah. pissed me off in Colton scenes. They're like, who's this dumb girl who can't even make a toast? And I was mm-hmm. like, no, that girl's just anxious. That girl has yeah. anxiety. She is nervous. Mm-hmm. And um, who was right? Sorry. Yeah. And relatable. It made her relatable too. Even in that oh, way, I'm like, she's smart. Totally. Yeah. And then so her arc on Colton season was oh, yeah. crazy massive. She went yeah. from being a girl who like, was so nervous because remember that was her birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I just realized that this is full circle. <laughs> Producers are full like, circle. let me just bring you back on your birthday twice over. So yeah. first birthday, her birth, her That's 24th crazy. birthday, mm-hmm. she was with Colton on a date in a desert and then in a hot tub, mm-hmm. super awkward. You met this guy, you're half naked. I mean, like who mm-hmm. wouldn't be uncomfortable in that scenario? Right. And you don't know too much about him. You just have like an idea of who this person is. So mm-hmm. yes, making a toast is super awkward, which I'm just going to throw that in there. Only a woman who's like overtly confident is mm-hmm. going to make a toast that early on. Yeah. And you know who that woman is this season? Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. Oh yeah. 
In fact, let me just tell you, say this real quick. Hannah Ann made both speeches. Both. <laughs> what a old Bia. Sorry. Uh, she made the speech night one, after night one rose ceremony, and after night two rose ceremony. And I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, just like simmer. Like, let's be quiet for a moment. You don't have to dominate. <laughs> but no, no, no. Bitch is going to dominate. And she's not really a bitch. And so I'm not sorry. I'm saying it like bitch, like haha, funny. Yeah. So like Kelsey, you know. Kelsey calling herself a, a, I don't have to be a classy bitch all the time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We'll get to that later, I guess. Well, we will. But I think that <laughs> Hannah Brown genuinely is a, totally relatable person so a year ago when she turned 24 she met colton was on our first date not make a toast fast forward she becomes the bachelorette she has this huge evolution mm-hmm. and incredible to watch mm-hmm. and then here she is six months from that recording mm-hmm. on her birthday again she's yeah. turning 25 and she's on camera and like you're totally right to Kelsey. she was like oh i know how they're gonna do this they're mm-hmm. gonna spin this ever way they like so i'm gonna spin it yeah, I'm going to be in control here and mm-hmm. I'm going to like dictate how this is going, you know, how everything plays out. Definitely. That's so right. Chelsea, Chelsea, you're, you're so smart. No <laughs> one has said that. So I hope people listen to this minute. We are going to tease this moment because that was such a brilliant, um, uh, re- revelation, Chelsea. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it really was. So, um, all right. From one so drama queen to another, I notice it. I recognize it. Oh, you're a drama queen? <laughs> I, I just mean, like, as a, being an actor and, like, understanding how, like, those dynamics can work. I recognized it. You're right. That makes sense. So, um, okay, so night one, everyone wanted the end of the season. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Do you want to discuss night one, though? I think night one was really fun. What yeah. did you think? Oh, Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm really surprised there wasn't as much drama. Um, yeah. Usually on night one, there's more cat fights. There's more uh-huh. like women putting other women under the bus mm-hmm. or more interruptions in a rude way. I mm-hmm. thought it was really like tame. There what was did you like think one about? confrontation. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was someone in Hannah Ann, right? Um, well, Hannah Ann is – you mean – was it Kelsey or was that night two? No, there was one awkward. I think it was. She- was it Cheyenne that? Yes, Cheyenne that confronted um, Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. Yes, you're right. And that well, was like, but it was a very awkward confrontation because both of them backed down like super quick, <coughs> and then it was just like silence, and they were just sitting there, and it was like, okay. Oh, see, I don't think Anne backed down. I think she was like, oh, no, um, I did what I did, but you go do what you do. So I took it. Okay, so here's what happened. Yeah, maybe not backed down, but it didn't escalate at all. It just, like, ended. It did end. I think that's because Cheyenne is classy. Yeah. That was kind of the, the vibe I got is all these girls, when they were faced with a confrontational alpha female they were like you know what i'm not even gonna fight because they know what's gonna happen they're gonna be edited as the villain Mm -hmm. they know that like they're gonna be you know they just know it never looks good on camera to fight with an alpha 
person. Yes. And Hannah Ann is definitely an alpha female mm-hmm. at her ripe age of 23, mm-hmm. being a model. By the way, she's friends with um, Chris Lane. I find that super interesting. Who is Chris Lane? Uh, Chris Lane is – so if you don't listen to country music like me or you, mm-hmm. you might not know who he is, but – Lauren Bushnell, Ben oh. Higgins' ex-girlfriend, uh-huh. fiance, I should say. Uh-huh. He is the husband of Lauren Bushnell. So oh. Lauren Bushnell just got married this fall. She's mm-hmm. now Lauren Lane. Mm-hmm. And her husband is a country singer, and they live in Nashville. And you got to think. So Hannah Ann, they've you know marketed her on the show as a model mm-hmm. from Knox. Tennessee. Well, Knoxville is not a massive city, right? Mm-hmm. Nashville is a major city in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So she lives in Knoxville. Yet, how is she friends with Chris Lane? I mean, you, you have to wonder. Like, there are videos, we're talking from over a year ago, where they're in each other's, like, videos. Like, mm-hmm. like Instagram stories. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I did some major sleuthing. Yeah. To find that. Uh, <laughs> thought that was crazy interesting. I was just like yeah. watching her old stories and I saw Chris Lane and one, I was like, why is she friends with Chris Lane? That's so I just think she's more connected than we realize. Like she's yeah. friends with Chris Lane. Mm-hmm. She's friends with Hannah. Um, um, Hannah G. We don't even know Hannah G's real last name. We just know her as Hannah G, but blonde Hannah oh, G. I didn't season. know we didn't know her name. What's her last name? I don't know. See, no one knows it. I just thought someone know- did. No. <laughs> I don't know anything, so I just figure everyone else knows. No, she just goes to Hannah G. But uh, she got Hannah Sloshingberg, Hannah Ann Sloshberg or whatever, mm-hmm. got on the show because of Hannah G. Mm. So yeah, she I is just connected. You're wonder, right. Like, think about it for a second. Like, all these other girls, like, either someone submitted them, they submitted themselves, whatever. Like, and they're beautiful, intelligent, great girls, perfect bachelor candidates. Mm -hmm. And then this Hannah Ann girl is, like, next level. Like, she's, like, the sort of girl who's, like, very connected. Like, if you she walked into an L.A. scene, she would, like, steal the show. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because her family seemed so boring. They were, like, in the little package at the beginning. She's like sitting at a table and it looks just uncomfortable. Like they don't. I'm sure they're really not that close. I I don't think they are. (laughs) Looked forced to say the least. Um, But I think, but I think you're probably right. She did. She is. uh, She likes attention and I think she's pretty. Oh, there's Peter no likes doubt she's a pretty girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt Peter likes her. But so the confrontation you were referring to with Sheehan was, um, I think by the time she interrupted, Sheehan was talking to Peter. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the third time third she'd time, interrupted him. I think him, so. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, I do remember there was a girl, uh, was this just last season? Yeah, it was. Colton season. Catherine in the cute little red dress. Mm-hmm. And if you can't remember her, she's the one who in real life is friends with um, Demi's ex, Demi, not Lovato, um, <laughs> Demi Burnett. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Demi's ex on Paradise, um, they're in real life good friends, like very close. So this is Catherine. Mm. What is Catherine's real name? Um, I, 
I'm blanking on her last name. Did she get? She's really pretty. Do you know who I'm talking about? Did she get eliminated? She didn't that night, but she did eventually. Okay. Um, but I'm telling you guys this to say, I think like, I remember on her night one, she interrupted Col- uh, Colton four times and they were all pissed. Mm-hmm. But I think that's exactly what's happening here. I think. Oh yes. I know, remember who you're talking about. I think, I think the producers have probably picked someone to, to prop and, and say interrupt mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah. And that's definitely Hannah like Anne's a, tr- like a trope of the first episode. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get to her name. So Kristen Haggerty is a, Oh, Catherine Argo. That's right. With a C. So her Instagram handle is Miss Argo. M I S S A G Miss Agro. Sorry. Miss Agro. <laughs> Miss Agro. She's former Floridian, really hot girl. Like when you think of like, it's one thing to call a girl pretty or beautiful. She's like, Colton's season, right? This yeah, girl. Colton's she had a dog, right? She came in with yes, a little dog. She had a dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's just the situation reminds me of that. But mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. interrupt him. Even though you have nothing to tell him. Yeah. Just interrupt him. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, that was You're like right. the main that. drama, but it, it wasn't even like dramatic. The main drama came around Hannah being there. Yeah, that's true. But then she left. So but, that, but she left. So... It, it dissipated so quickly. Honestly, the rose ceremony, the first night didn't last that long because there were date. How many dates happened in that first episode? They showed the group date. Two they showed group a date. One. Yeah, two group dates and a one-on-one. Yeah. So they fully did what would normally be episode one and two mm-hmm. in episode one, which yeah. is totally shift in format. Mm-hmm. Um. I wonder if they just got in a lot of feedback saying that no one really cares about the night one. Yeah. Usually it's a lot of annex of like how people enter. Mm-hmm. And by this point, I mean, let's be real. We've seen the show for like the last 20 years, almost mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of entrances mm-hmm. and they're all cute and creative, but no one really cares. They, they want to know like the relationship. Yeah. They want to know. the drama. I would agree with that. <laughs> so I think the producers were like, you know what? We're going to cut, you know, 12 hours of footage into an hour, mm-hmm. um, you know? And so, so let's talk about their memorable girl. So yeah. I always like to start with the first limo. So there is something to be said about the first limo statistically. Um, I mean, basically most seasons I've noticed either the number one, his final pick man's final pick or the runner up are always out of the first limo. So there's always someone important, mm-hmm. at least one or two people in the top four out of the first limo. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think that, but like the producers really are strategic. So they're going to put the the people they really think are going to go far either in the first limo or at the last limo, mm-hmm. but they're never in the second limo. Um, I mean, occasionally you might have one person like the third limo, mm-hmm. but uh, they're, they're definitely always a few out of the first limo. Yeah. So um, so his first limo girls were, let's see. Alea. I wrote them in. Alea, Sydney, Hannah Ann. How many were there? You're right. Alea was number one. Alea, okay. Sydney, Hannah Ann, Sarah, Lauren. And then, and then Victoria. Victoria P. Was she in there too? Uh, it was the Victoria... Victoria P. The Victoria blonde. P. 
Yep, the blonde Victoria. Which so yeah, pretty good first limo. I mean, I think Hannah Ann's going to go far. I think so too, but I think so. Here's my thoughts on this. I think Hannah Ann was a last minute addition. Oh. I think I my theory is that they they uh, you know went all over the country trying to find the right girls, and I think some of these girls could have also been great for Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of these girls could have been good for Mike. Mm-hmm. I don't think all these girls are Peter's girls. No. Um, and I will say, oh, well, I just know that they usually in several different seasons, they've taken multiple guys and they've like, or girls, depending on if it's a bachelor or bachelorette coming up, but basically they prep around two to three people to be the next bachelor. Mm-hmm. So they're, um, you know, like, it's not like a, always an easy call. Like, Oh, we're going to pick Nick file. Oh, we're going to mm-hmm. pick Colton Underwood. You know, mm-hmm. they were also uh, Colton's time. They were also prepping Blake, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there were talks with Jason. I don't know how far they went with Jason. And actually I'll say this. I know for a fact, Jason Tardick is still under contract. Um, wow. which is crazy. Like how long ago was he on TV? Right. A year and a yeah. half. Yeah. Like, he was on Becca's season over a year and a half ago. So yeah. it just goes to show like he's probably under contract because he, I think he and Blake were both the, the other choices for mm-hmm. Colton's season need to be the bachelor. So mm-hmm. naturally I'm trying to share all this to say that, um, if that's happening, they're, they're going to find women who could work for certain guys. They're yeah. not finding all of these 30 women for just one guy in particular. Yeah. Um, and so they might have found some of these women a few months ago or several months ago. Um, and it's interesting, you know, to see, like, who ends up working. But mm-hmm. Hannah Ann's not the first limo. I don't think they thought Hannah Ann was necessarily his main girl because they picked a lot of, like, pretty blondes. Mm-hmm. Pr- like, yeah. they're all – it's a beautiful cast. Yeah, it beautiful, is. Pretty beautiful brunettes, beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Lauren – I just wrote next to her, Lauren, gorgeous, Glendale with an exclamation point because that's in California. Um, very yeah. close to where he lives. Suit. Is it? Suit. The suit she was wearing. It was so rad. It, she it was, was wearing like that like jumpsuit, but it was like tight and kind of see-through with like beaded like lace. It was so oh. gorgeous. And I like went right into my bracket and I was like, she's going to be here forever. I know. <laughs> and then second you know episode, she's just gone. I'm like, oh, I hope she goes to paradise or something i i hope so too i, I thought gorgeous. she was stunning yes so wait tell me tell me geography because you've lived in la mm-hmm. how close is so he lives like near where does he live like between malibu and like sherman oaks or something yeah i mean like they're just north of the city close ish so how close is like so i think he lives in like, like agora hills or Oh, Agora Hills. Or Westlake is... Village. He lives in like near Westlake Village, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I would guess maybe like well, in traffic, maybe like an hour. <laughs> okay. But like close That's not that far. close in, you know, middle of the day. Okay. So they're they're near neighbors practically is what you're saying. Like she's a feasible yeah, I'm thinking like date. I'm thinking like wouldn't he shouldn't he go for someone that lives in California? <laughs> versus yes. someone that lives in like i don't know alabama or something but you know yeah again 100%. hannah now lives 
in LA or something, right? Doesn't she? Yes. Yes. Everyone's everyone's moving to LA. Everyone I know. everyone in this cast is just They're trying to find their their money ticket, yeah. their meal ticket their to meal LA. Ticket to LA. Yeah. Um, true. But so, yeah, okay. I was sad about Lauren. But the first, yeah, so the first one was let's go. We have Alea. So who of those girls were you made an impression on you? We have Aaliyah, Sydney, Sarah, Lauren, and Victoria P. Is that it? Yeah. I, I think so. I thought Sarah was forgettable. Uh Hannah Ann stood out to me because they did a package on her. So I thought she probably yeah. is gonna go far. Um Okay. You can kind of tell the ones that are just have a package because they have a good story, not because they're mm-hmm. actually going to go far. Yeah. Um, so I thought, yeah, who, who story? So I wrote a few stories that I remembered. I loved Victoria P's story. Um, so Victoria yeah, P's a nurse. very emotional about her family. Yeah. Yeah. She seemed, you know, early on her father died when she was just a kid and then mm-hmm. her mother was an addict and she essentially raised her younger sister. Um, yeah, that was a that's a strong story, and it mm-hmm. immediately made me think of uh, Jamie Otis, um, like to a T. Uh, so if you don't remember Jamie, Jamie was on. Oh, I gotta think. I mean, we're talking like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Jamie was on The Bachelor. <laughs> Um, I gotta see. I really don't remember what season she was on, but mm-hmm. it was years ago. Mm-hmm. So I just remember we remember her because she like stuck her. Oh, I know who it was. Ben Flanick. She was mm-hmm. on Ben Flanick season. Mm-hmm. He like stuck his to- stuck her tongue down his throat or something, and like the kiss, <laughs> and it was like really aggressive. You were like, oh no, uh, like watch the episode. Yes, cringing. Like don't do it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Jamie then became more famous um so you know she was probably like a like top eight or something like she really didn't go that far on the bachelor Mm -hmm. she left the bachelor and then a few years later she did this show it was a new tv show at the time called married at first sight and um part of this show yeah it's uh so anyway she is one of the few success stories from the show she Married this guy who, what, it's a, you have a therapist, you have a pastor and a sex therapist, and they interview tons of people and they inter, like interview them one-on-one and they pair you up like one guy, one girl you've never met until you go down the altar. So she married her husband, Doug, on this TV show mm-hmm. and it worked. Here they are like five years later, wow. still married. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they have one child and she's pregnant with their second. So Aww. yeah, she is so cool to follow. I just had to note that because mm-hmm. her story, anyway, her name, if you're curious, it's Jamie in, oh, it's Jamie in Otis, O-T-I-S. Mm-hmm. So it's G-A-M-I-E. Um, yeah, she's super cute. She has like half a million followers. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, she's, uh, when she was on the show, her story was the exact same. Like she was lived in a trailer home, really poor. Um, her parents, either both or her mother was an addict and she raised her younger siblings. 
So, uh, yeah, it's just like a unique story. Yeah. I thought it, mm-hmm. she was a nurse too. Like how ironic she yeah. was also a nurse, raised her younger siblings. Her parent was an addict. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Victoria P. Interesting. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to lie. These producers, they also remember Jamie Otis. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they remember the pull that, that took. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like I watch the show. Like I'm a producer, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, I know this. I, I know what they're doing. They're repeating history, you yeah. know? Yeah. But uh, anyway, just wanted to note that. So I think Victoria P will go far. I um, think so too. She's she's um she comes across a tad bit phony to me, but um but I, I didn't have that strong impression right away. It's just kind of grown over time. Mm. Um, like she interrupted somebody in the first night, I think. And then, like, complimented them as they were walking away. Oh, yes. It was. That feels weird. (laughs) You don't have to, like, be like, girl, I love your dress. It's so pretty. As you, like, are saying, like, as you're, like, stealing him. Uh, It just felt a little, like, try hard. Oh, see, I loved that. It was Victoria F. who she interrupted. It was Victoria F. She was Mm -hmm. wearing this, like, pretty sparkly dress. Mm -hmm. And she interrupted and said, like, can I steal him? And they were like, yeah, okay. And as Victoria F., who we mm-hmm. should talk about, mm-hmm. was walking away, um, yeah, you're right. She, like, stopped her and said, like, oh, I love your dress, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she immediately confessed to Peter, like, it's just so weird, like, interrupting, like, you, like people. It's mm-hmm. so weird, like, yeah. being like, I want to talk. Let me interrupt your conversation. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually thought that was really authentic for her to, like, admit, like, that felt really awkward, and that's probably why she complimented her because she yeah. felt so awkward. Yeah, and also you know? to be fair, like Victoria F. Now that I know, now that I'm looking, thinking back on it, with what I know now, Victoria F. Really struggles with self-esteem, so it's possible that she saw that, and knew, mm-hmm. you know, we're not seeing their interactions on a regular, like around yeah. the clock. You know, they've been up all night with each other. And she may have noticed that about her and thought, like, I need to give this girl a boost. You're so right. It's possible. I think- I, and she seems thoughtful enough that that might be her. I would agree. Inclination. I am so far a big fan of Victoria P. Um, just like a vibe I get about her. I just think she seems very empathetic. Yeah. And I think she's going to be great quality for the emotions. The funniness on may season. just be the being in front of a TV can like cameras can make people come across as, you know, they might, it, it's, you know, maybe a, a sign of trying to put your best foot forward, you know, like trying to be like your best self because there's a camera in front of you and it may yeah. come across as phony, even if it's not how you actually are. So I think right. you're right. I'm not it. The, the, the date where, or the, the, oh, when she was worried about throwing up in that gyroscope. Yes. And they were Later doing, on. like, the flashback of the teacups spinning and made mm-hmm. it, like, really ridiculous. It reminded me of Annalise and her, like, yep. irrational yep. fears. Yeah. Um, they were definitely mocking a little bit there. But I feel for her because I also have a phobia of vomiting. So I was like, oh, no, that's got to feel like the worst thing ever. 
like knowing I'm totally. just gonna like blow chunks everywhere and this guy I'm trying to date is gonna see that and that's <laughs> so embarrassing <laughs> poor girl oh my god that would be horrible <laughs> it would be horrible like if that happened oh my gosh yeah I mean they they make fun of it and it's like they do it's it it they made it lighter than it but it's I don't know I think she's I think she's sweet she'll probably go to I paradise think, or something she'll be around for a while I think I I know I think she'll go far enough that she could be top four mm-hmm. um and I think that just because she's gotten a lot of like story time air yeah. time mm-hmm. like so my thought is like the producers like her. At the very yeah. least, the producers like her. So, yeah. like, we're going to see more of Victoria P. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make one note before we go to the second limo. Because, mm-hmm. like, we're kind of talking about the night and right. all the, the girls. Yeah. Okay, so my prediction, you made a point earlier. You said Sarah. You go, she's forgettable. Yeah. I would agree. They made her forgettable because they didn't show her. And mm-hmm. I was watching the episode for the second time. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do in my free time. I watch the episode multiple times. <laughs> and um, I noticed she had literally no words. So, like, you know how they do these ITMs, like in the moment mm-hmm. interviews? Mm-hmm. And in the moment interviews are not really in the moment. They're either like right. after the moment, an hour later, or they're like hours later the next day. Mm-hmm. They didn't show any footage of Sarah. So they showed no ITMs, no, mm-hmm. within like a brief second. Mm-hmm. They didn't show any of like her interactions with other girls. They didn't show anything that showed her time with him. Mm-hmm. So she would, I, I went back to the website. She was literally the only girl night one, the only girl mm-hmm. who they didn't show footage of the yeah. only footage they have of her, the entire first episode, the entire first episode. Okay. Which mm-hmm. includes essentially night one group, two group dates, which she wasn't on any group any date. She was, she wasn't on either group date yeah. and um, the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. The only thing she did was she opened the date card for one of those group dates. Mm-hmm. She opened the date card. She was like wearing glasses and looked like, you know, she just woken up. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said like, y'all like, let me read it like that type of thing. And then mm-hmm. she read the date card and that was it. That was the only time they caught her on camera. Yeah. So I think my prediction there is that, um, Okay, two things. So back in Sean Lowe's season, and this is just from my memory, typically if there's a girl who doesn't get a lot of airtime early on, mm-hmm. um, but yet like somehow falls under the radar, that means that like the producers are setting them up to have more of a storyline later on. So like mm-hmm. some of these girls, they might be showing them on the camera right now a lot. Mm-hmm. On, on the editing side, they're mm-hmm. showing us for a lot. Cause they know she's going in a few weeks and she had entertaining content. Yeah. But I think Sarah is probably not that entertaining of a content or at least not yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that means she's going to go kind of far. I yeah. really do. I think Catherine on Sean Lowe's season went really far. She wasn't editing a lot. And then, um, Lauren, Lauren Burnell, uh, Burnell, I'm sorry. Uh, who lost and then won Ari's season. If you mm-hmm. guys, Remember, Ari is married to Lauren. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she actually lost the season, and then he went back with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was barely shown in the footage, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning. There were four Laurens on his night one, four of them. Wow. And I about that. yeah, and there were four Laurens, and 
you know, they didn't show her really at all. Mm -hmm. They showed Becca, they showed Tia, they showed all these other girls. They didn't show Lauren. Mm -hmm. So I just think that Sarah's going to go a little farther than we think. Yeah. That's a good good prediction. I like that. Yeah. Just a thought. We'll see. We'll find out. But, uh, I think that's the one that, um, is that the, is that the girl who cooks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The classic beauty. And Chris Harrison's words. Oh, is that what Chris said? Yeah, I think that was Sarah. Okay, well, so then there we go. See? I don't know. I think maybe not. No. Who did he say was a classic beauty? I don't remember. She was one of my picks. Remember when we did our picks before? Uh, Yeah. I don't I don't remember who we said our picks were. She was one of yours? I think she was one of mine. Okay. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens with her. Maybe she was. So, yes, she was the classic beauty. A house favorite, okay. classic beauty, and she cooks for everybody. See? So you may be right. She may she may be around for a little while. Yeah, we'll find out. So second limo. Um, so it's Kelsey, Eunice, Jade, Megan, Madison, uh, Oh, we Tammy. missed some people. So Jam- McKenna and Marissa, were they in the first limo too then? Uh, no, they weren't in the first limo. McKenna and Marissa were somewhere in the, in there. I don't think they were the first limo, though. Were they second, then? They must have been. Um, McKenna's the one who's really young. She's so young. 22? 22. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but I was married at 22, so I mean, it's not, it's young, but it's not, like, that young. You're right. Um, but yeah, what do, what do you think about these girls, this group? Um, no one's really, really standing out to me. I think as the episode went on, Tammy stood out to me as yeah, like she's funny. a great, she's going to be in the friend zone. She's like yeah. a great narrator. Mm-hmm. She's funny. Mm-hmm. She has her head on straight. She's um, going to make like the gr- great content for Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. Like, she's the girl you want to be friends with, mm-hmm. who's, like, stable, She said normal. something about cheese, about eating all the cheese she can eat if she gets a rose. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> right before the rose ceremony, she's like, I'm so nervous, but if I get a rose, I'm just going to eat all the cheese I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, um... I don't know. A lot of these girls, I just wrote like flight attendant or they're pretty, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. They didn't, yeah. nothing, no one of them really Three flight attendants back to back. Yeah. They, you know, they did that purposely. Oh yeah. But that could also be editing. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Um, who else? So let's just talk about all the women. So who were yeah. the women you liked? You liked their entrance or they stood out. Um, and you um... think he likes. He's really yeah, into. Yeah, so like Cheyenne, I really like her, but I think she's just too. She doesn't speak her mind enough. I mean, if think about it, he like, he fell in love with Hannah B. Like, I think Cheyenne's a little too. He's gonna want a bold girl. Yeah, um, Courtney, Kiara, Lexi. Lexi confuses me. She's deadpan. She's like, I wrote down mysterious. She's kind of like, chill. I don't know yeah. if he's intrigued by that, maybe. 
See, I like Lexi. Um, Lexi lives in New York. Um, mm-hmm. I did a bit of she stalking. She seems like a New Yorker. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I'm older than her, so I'm like, is she a New Yorker? Yeah, I can see what you mean by that. She seems, like, classy and, like, put together and, like, uh, what's the word? She, like, she looks like, she seems like she has her shit together. Like, she's, like, not just about her looks, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, she's not, like, like, flighty or, like, anything. She's, like, pretty grounded, and she's, like, tells it like it is. Just kind of like, this is how it right. is. I don't know. Yeah. What to else me is very, like, Northeast. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. like, a very Northeast sensibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I've looked at her gram, though, and it seems like she travels a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she has sisters. She mm-hmm. was uh, – she is a genuine redhead. So I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I actually thought it was dyed. Mm-hmm. And then I looked, and she's posted photos of, like, her and her sister when they were really little. Mm-hmm. And they're the cutest little redheads. So, um, yeah. And at one point she was blonde and then she went back to red, I guess, her natural. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I wonder if that's like truly her natural color. My guess is it is, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, she's a cute yeah. girl. I mean, I look at her photos and I'm like, oh, you look really young, but like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, her life looks like every, she's in every photo, mm-hmm. you know, she's one of those grams where like, She's she's a picture of her in every photo Mm -hmm. or her with some people. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think she's poor. I think she comes from money. Uh, Just like Mm -hmm. where she's traveling, how she, where, how she's hanging out on a Saturday in New York city. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just being a New Yorker myself, like some of these places she's at and the people she looks like she's around, like you don't hang out there unless you have money. Yeah. Um, so that's just my vibe from like looking at her gram, mm-hmm. uh, judging it in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she could be a nice girl. She could be just a normal 26 year old. I mean, I don't know. She seems yeah. cool. I yeah. like, like her vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have nothing yeah, negative we'll to see. say about her. She seems see how, nice, how far she goes. Normal. Yeah, we'll see. I think she's cute though. I liked her entrance. Yeah. The hot rod, that was, like, very sexy. Yeah. The car. I'm not, you know what? Here's the thing. It's hard judging another New Yorker because I feel like I understand her so much more. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, you live in my city. Mm-hmm. You're probably, like, dating aggressively on, like, all the apps. Or mm-hmm. you are, just hang out with a circle of friends who, mm-hmm. like, boys want you. So, like, her Instagram to me is, like, kind of thirsty. Mm-hmm. Like, the pictures of, like, her face or bikinis and like you know her Mm -hmm. butt like things like that to me mean you're like kind of thirsty for Mm -hmm. someone to like give you attention yeah so and she's super cute there's no reason like I'm not against it but Mm -hmm. I just think that my guess is that she's in the dating game in New York City of course she's having zero luck because no boy in New York 26 wants to settle down so, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens post-show, but yeah, I think she's super hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was a long story on Lexi. Um, I just, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, most I'm girls I can't relate her. to. She's like yeah. one of the few. I'm like, I know your life. You're mm-hmm. dating a lot. You're really thirsty, but you're also classy. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, 
Good for yeah. you going on The Bachelor. Yeah. So anyway, enough about Lexi. Boring, yeah. I guess. My stuff. What else? Oh. Who other girls? So Deandra. There were a rash of girls who like made comments about the windmill thing and four times and gave him condoms or whatever. It was like Deandra, Peyton, Jasmine, Kylie, Katrina said something about being a hairless pussycat or having a hairless pussycat. Oh, yeah, that was weird. I did not like that. Um, And then came Victoria F., who was like a ball of nerves. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was so funny. Yeah, she definitely was a ball of nerves. I definitely thought night one, I was like, this girl's going to go home. Mm-hmm. Like, the way she was even edited, I was like, this girl's going confusing. home. And the fact that... <coughs> Excuse me. And sorry, I'm coughing so much. I'm still sick from the fires in Australia. So, mm. well, thank you. I got a virus. And so mm. I'm still sick. But I will note, Victoria F. did get a rose. At the end of the episode, she was the very last rose. Mm-hmm. And here are my thoughts there. I think often the producers definitely have some say. Yeah. And he gets to the point, they're like, he's like, I definitely want these, say, eight girls. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be like, oh, yeah, I liked her. Or I liked her. Okay, yeah, I liked her. Mm-hmm. And then the producers might be like, this girl's really great. You just mm-hmm. didn't really get a lot of time with her. Or, like, mm-hmm. trust us. Mm-hmm. Keep her around. I think they wanted to keep Victoria F. around. For yeah. whatever reason, they thought she'd be good content. Yeah. And I think they encouraged him to okay. keep her around. Here, so I've heard rumors about her. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, don't do any research on my own. <laughs> outside just watching the show so I want to know what you've heard about her modeling for an white lives matter campaign is that truth have you seen photos like what is what is going on there so here's the thing it is a rumor so Victoria Fuller Mm -hmm. um if you want to look her up V Fuller her following has already grown by the way in Mm -hmm. the last week Mm -hmm. um she it's not on her Instagram mm-hmm. and I did look for it. It must be a tagged photo. And mm-hmm. I even went through her tagged photos to find it. I couldn't find it anymore, but yes. Yeah, so there are pictures. If you Google Victoria F white lives matter, um, you might be able to see the article and someone on the internet, mm-hmm. uh, screenshot the picture. Mm-hmm. So basically she was, uh, modeling a photo wearing a hat that had some sort of like symbol that I guess means white lives matter, but it could also mean like, like something fishing flag or something. No, 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 no. It's not that aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's like some sort of symbol, mm-hmm. but it could also mean like, um, like some fishing company. Hmm. So whatever the symbol is, it could also be a symbol for like this fishing company or something like mm-hmm. an outdoorsy company. Mm-hmm. So basically it's all like speculation. So it's not gotcha. really certain that it's for white lives or so black lives. I was lives wondering not. if that was something that, I mean, I'm sure that might be a talking point at the tell all Chris might ask about mm-hmm. it or something. You think, do you think the, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to, no. no, I don't think they're going to do controversy. I also don't know if she would be at the Women Tell All. Mm. I think this girl's going far. Oh, you do? Um, I do. I think she or Sarah or both are going to be the Dark like Horses. The dark horse. 
Mm-hmm. I think Victoria F. and Sarah are going to be the dark horses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just my guess. Oh, I'll tell you why later, but yeah. Interesting. Well, then it was... But yeah, but what did you think about that? I mean, did that, like, bother you hearing Oh, that... yeah. yeah. Yes, it bothered me. <laughs> um, it just bothered me because... Uh... Mm. Yeah, it just, it to me, would show either, like, a desperation of, like, wanting to model so badly that you do something that is something even even if it's something that you don't um stand for like mm-hmm. if she doesn't if she doesn't agree with that type of campaign then it would mean like she's very desperate or it could mean that she does support that kind of like thinking and um and to me that's a tiny bit upsetting it just it just would maybe show that like that maybe they didn't understand the the purpose behind like the black lives matter campaign um and i think that's uh problematic i don't know yeah i I mean she's not i don't think she's like too young to understand it all i mean she's 25 she has Mm -hmm. a college degree from odu Mm -hmm. which i'm a virginia girl so i know it Mm -hmm. uh old dominion it's a pretty normal average school Mm -hmm. um and uh you know so i read this she made a clap back to all these rumors back in Mm -hmm. october and this is what she just said this is her statement on instagram i'd like to start off by saying thank you to all my family and friends for the overwhelming support, even to the strangers who have reached out to show me kindness. Thank you. The rumors you are hearing are false. There will be a time and place where I can defend myself, but for now I choose to wait. Hmm. Um, so that's what she shared back in October and so we can guess that she didn't model for. <clears throat> I mean, that potentially it's not a campaign, or that the camp, something about it is, okay yeah i mean it'll be interesting to find out what that means but um but we'll find out i mean honestly otherwise i like i'm very empathetic toward her and like want her to do well and find her voice and like have like an arc like we were talking about with totally with hannah like i want that for her so badly because she's like having panic attacks left and right and i'm like (laughs) I want her to be okay. Like, I'm pulling for her. Um, totally. So I really hope that she's, I don't know. I was going to say something about her gram, though, real quick, because mm-hmm. I think it's pretty indicative sometimes of someone's personality. Mm-hmm. So post, I'd say, bachelor time frame, you know, mm-hmm. she's posting a lot of pictures that do look more curated, so to speak, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get normal. it fairly normal given she knows she's in the spotlight right right but before that if you scroll back she seems like a really normal girl and I really like that I Mm -hmm. think um you know like yes there are some of her in like a bikini Mm -hmm. and yes but like there's some of just her but like just the way they're done it's more like artistic Mm -hmm. than hey I'm really full of myself Mm -hmm. um I just get this vibe what is like her photo I have no idea. What is her? I don't know. Medical sales, medical maybe? Medical sales rep, yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, but yeah, her photos seem really normal. Like she has, seems like she has a lot of friends. Seems like, you know, she loves her dog and she's at the beach and hanging out with people. But like, she doesn't seem like your classic, like I'm the Coachella girl on the bachelor Mm -hmm. who's like trying to get, you know, revolve to sponsor me. Like Mm -hmm. she just seems like an actual normal girl Mm -hmm. who's like, you know, I just really like her vibe personally. And she reminded me a lot of Ashley Iconetti. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt that at all, but like the first night, just the fact that she was so nervous and, mm-hmm. um, she, you could tell at some point will get emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, she just, I could just sensed like a bundle of fire mm-hmm. within, her. you know, yeah. like she's like a ball of fire. She has opinions, she has thoughts, she has feelings. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she was giving me like Ashley Akinetti vibes because Ashley Akinetti, when she was on The Bachelor, the first time we ever saw her on our TVs, mm-hmm. she early on was kind of a front runner or like one of his front runners mm-hmm. for Chris Souls. Mm-hmm. And he really liked her and she's beautiful and she was mm-hmm. like tiny and, you know, charismatic and flirty. Mm-hmm. But you could tell she had so much emotional energy that she like unraveled. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with Victoria, it's going to be one of two things. Either she's going to like unravel too early mm-hmm. or she's going to go really far. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. She's definitely to me one. one to watch. Yeah. Yep. Um, I agree. Um, so, yeah. Then so let's- Jenna, was- Savannah, Kelly, Alexa, Avonlea, and Natasha were the last ones um kelly i picked i picked her as going all the way all the kelly. way all the way let me even see what kelly looks she like she is the attorney who oh kelly yes like a month before filming at that hotel yeah and i have so she was my like guess that i think I think it's going to be down to her and Madison. I think the final three, my guess is final three, Hannah Ann, Madison, and Kelly. And I think he's going to pick Kelly because he thinks he should. Oh, I don't think he'll do that. But I don't think they're going to end up together. I think he's ultimately not gonna I don't know I don't think he's gonna end up with anybody but I picked I had her as like the last one standing. Kelly. Kelly, for some reason. Okay. I don't know. Something about it seems like, and it's not because I really like her. I just think Peter is going to pick her. I don't know why. Okay. So, you know what? Let's just do this now because these girls don't fully matter. We know he picks a bunch of girls from night one to night two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but let's talk our predictions real okay. quick, and then we can get back to the rest of the dates. Yeah. Um, so you think the final three will be Kelly, who else? Madison. A oh, Madison, yep. And Hannah Ann. Okay, I think that's really fair. Yeah. So here are my thoughts on Kelly. I also think, like I thought with Lexi, I think Kelly comes from money. Mm-hmm. Um, even I, I've been following her. She is in Aspen, or she has been in Aspen this past weekend, mm-hmm. and she was at this place called Cloud Nine. I think it's like Alpine Cloud Nine or whatever. Anyway, it's a really bougie place. You have to, I just know this from work stuff, but um, 
you have to have a reservation to get in. You have to have like a table of 10. Mm -hmm. There's only two seatings. Um, right. Way too much information on what you guys want to know about this place in Aspen. Mm -hmm. But here's why I'm telling you that Mm -hmm. everyone in the place, it's like known for like, they walk around with bottle of Vouve, which hopefully you guys know what Vouve is, a bottle of champagne. It's a Mm -hmm. brand of champagne and it's about 50, $60 a bottle. Mm-hmm. And everyone is just popping these bottles of voob and spraying it in the air. Like they're not even drinking <laughs> it. So if you have enough money to just waste that much champagne, imagine yeah. like you and your three best friends popping a bottle of voob and just spraying it and mm-hmm. drinking it like very loosely out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. You're doing okay in life or yeah. someone gave you enough money. Yes. So, yes. So I'm <laughs> saying that to say, I think, I think when he made the comment to her, how are you still single? Mm-hmm. I think her circle of friends is similar to like his real life circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they probably grew up in somewhat privileged backgrounds mm-hmm. and he's probably a little surprised. Like how is this beautiful girl from a different part of the country who seems really cool? Mm-hmm. How is she still single? She's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. And she's like my age because she's older. She's 27. She yeah. is a, let's be real. If she's an attorney, she just became attorney like within the last year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she's been practicing for five years. Right. Um, but still that's to say she's this drive. She went to law school. She took, you know, took the time to go to law school mm-hmm. and apply herself. And, and she, her whole yeah. family is, it's a family of attorneys. All of her brothers, it seems like they all, she has, it's like a family practice. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So soon, yeah. she's going to be a partner soon if she's not already at her. Yeah, she firm. just started. I doubt she's a partner yet. No, she's not just... yet, but she probably will be. Um, Maybe one day. Yeah. In her like father's firm, her brothers yeah. are probably all partners. Um. So I, 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 uh, I, I agree with you that say. she's probably yeah she's probably well off and runs in like a similar circle i think she's california right no 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 she lives in chicago oh chicago yeah Um, she's going to things like polo fest and mm -hmm. like if her normal weekends are are like traveling to like these great locations like Mm -hmm. como italy that's Mm -hmm. very expensive yeah you know just going to california going to she went to stagecoach so Mm -hmm. maybe she would have run into some bachelor people yeah um i think that she is like not only great bachelor material, but like probably a down to earth person. Like she's not thirsty. I will say her page is the opposite of some of these other girls. She's like normal person, fully Mm -hmm. clothed. Um, yeah. Like very fully clothed. Yeah. Um, you know, very cute, like sharp, sexy in a, in a very elegant way. So I think that she is, a classy girl that he is lucky to have on his season. Mm-hmm. I think she'll go far, but my just guess, I was going to say the thing about her being an Aspen is she doesn't win. There's no way that the everything I've seen on her Instagram now, mm-hmm. there's no way that she's still with Peter. So no, in my opinion, I don't think, I think she, not like, I think he's going to pick her. I don't think she wants to truly be with him is my guess. I think he's alone. Yeah. I think he's alone now. But I think wow. she might be the last one standing. Oh, okay. Okay. For whatever reason. That's my prediction. Okay. I may be 
super wrong. Maybe she goes home in like two weeks. I have no and idea. It, and you also thought his other um, potential top was Madison, right? Let's talk about Madison. Yeah, and her I think All she's that. very cute. Wait, isn't there a virgin on this season? Yeah, apparently there's going to be. What do you think? Who do you think it's going to be? I think it's maybe Madison. I think it's definitely Madison. So uh, I think they have good chemistry and she seems really sweet and like the type of girl that he like positive, like fun, mm-hmm. seems like they get along. And I feel like there's no way he has that date at his parents' house and they're like, okay, Pick someone random for this that, like, isn't someone that you actually... Because, I mean, after that first day, I'm sure he has, like... He knows which people he clicks with, which people he thinks he's actually gonna... Like, which girls he really has a crush on or is gonna think about a lot. Right. So... And they had chemistry even on night one. I saw them, like, mm kind of holding hands and, Mm -hmm. like you know, playfully like flirting with their bodies. I was like, yeah. okay, they're vibing each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's pretty mature for her age. She seems mature for her age. Um, yeah, I think she's going to go far. I she, Originally she was my top pick. Okay. Like I thought she was going to go. I think she was, I thought she was going to be the final one, but then I read, uh, so my bachelor bracket, I don't think, I don't, don't think, tell me spoilers. I don't no think spoilers. it's a spoiler. I don't think it's a spoiler, okay. but you know how like brackets will have like bonus questions. Okay. There was a bonus question that was like, um, like the parents don't like, like which fam, like which after, after the final girls meet his parents, uh-huh. which one doesn't his parents like or something. Okay. Which like, which parents don't like him basically don't like, like no, which pa- no, which girl do his parents not like? Oh, okay. and I was like, I bet. Well, his parents have already met Madison, and yeah. like her, and so yeah. at that point, I was looking at my final three. It's like my final three is in my mind: Kelly, Hannah Ann, and Madison. And I'm like, okay. I don't think they're gonna not like Hannah Ann, and they don't not like. I mean, they like Madison. Madison. So I was like, maybe Kelly rubs them the wrong way. And then I was like, you know what? I bet his parents don't like her and I bet he picks her. And I bet she leaves him or like is like, eh, this isn't right. Something, I bet something with Hannah Brown happens or something at the end. And she's like, uh, I can't do this or whatever. And then he ends up like kind of alone or maybe Hannah <laughs> comes to the final rose and is like, maybe we can go out on a date sometime. Or, you know, I don't know, whatever. Like, I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. So that's okay. my long winded. Do you think, you think, yeah, prediction. you think he'll either end up with Kelly, but then they'll break up or he'll end up with Hannah Brown. So, so that's an interesting I think thing. This is what Hannah I think stuff, is going to happen. Everyone has these theories about Hannah. I think, I think what's going to happen is he's going to get down to like getting ready to propose to somebody mm-hmm. and he's going to have, like be like ready to propose to uh Kelly or something. And then uh and then I think Chris is going to come up to him and be like I just need you to know that Hannah Brown just said that she is willing to if you don't like any of these girls enough, she's willing to go 
on a date with you or something or she she's gonna fly here or she just won the the show and she thinks about you all the time or i don't know whatever and i think he it's gonna fuck with his mind a little bit and then he's gonna go to kelly and be like i want to pick you but also just so you know hannah just came out of the woodwork again and she's gonna be like you know what i can't do this and she's gonna be like sorry i can't marry like you can't be doing this like there's obviously something going on with you and hannah blah 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 bye and then i think he's gonna get to the final rose and be after the final rose and be alone and hannah's gonna come out and she's gonna be like i do want you to know that i really think about you a lot and i care about you like maybe we should like go on a date sometime or something like that's what i think is gonna happen Okay, so <laughs> I kind of could very much be wrong. Slightly. So here's where I think you could be right. And it's just my opinion, right? We have no idea. We'll find out one day. But um, <laughs> I watched all of Dancing with the Stars, okay? Mm-hmm. I watched the entire season. I loved it this year. Um, love Kel. L- love Hannah, obviously. Um, and let me say who has gypped this season of winning that Mirrorball trophy? James Vanderbeek. I want to clap that man. That man was phenomenal. Oh my God. He was the clear winner all season, but then they dropped him the week. His wife had a miscarriage. It was very Mm. sad. And they made it seem like Allie was better than him. She's clearly not. Anyway, if you Mm. watch dancing with the stars, would love to know your opinion. Please Mm. actually, I should do a whole dancing with the stars post on the, um, on the wings of love podcast. Yes. Because I would love y'all's feedback, but, um, yeah, I'm a huge James fan. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Hannah won. I was super proud of her. Um, I really loved her and Kel in the final four. And I'll say that the entire season, you could tell she was so emotional, Mm -hmm. like so emotional. Um, she did a dance to Taylor Swift's lover Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's a very like emotional song. Mm -hmm. Um, she was very connected when she did that. Mm -hmm. She did this great her last number was uh this girl's on fire the carrie katie mm-hmm. perry song mm-hmm. also did great like i'm gonna rock it so i've been getting this like very great vibe from her of like i'm confident like i'm confident yet i'm still slightly there's always that like part of her that's just real of like i'm not fully fully 100 percent confident mm-hmm. but like sometimes i show up 100 percent. sometimes i show up 90 percent you know, like yeah. confident, but like there's a part of her that's still insecure. So mm-hmm. I could see it is what I'm going to say. I could see it if that happens. Somehow she contacts producers mm-hmm. and there's some sort of, at least on her mind or her side, wanting to rekindle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's my thought there. Mm-hmm. Here's my hypothesis with the others. Mm-hmm. All the other girls, the Kelly, mm-hmm. Madison, Hannah, and again, I still think Sarah and Victoria are also the dark, dark horses. Mm-hmm. So my thought with those five women, because mm-hmm. I think those are the five women to watch personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say their names again. Kelly, the attorney, Madison, the cute Southerner, um, Hannah, Ann, the model, Sarah, kind of the unknown at this point, but who's the classic beauty and, uh, emotional Victoria F, mm-hmm. um, who, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those I think are the top five. Mm-hmm. 
I might put Victoria P also mm-hmm. around there, about mm-hmm. five, six, seven. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but that being said, I think without a shadow of a doubt, um, Madison will go far. Mm-hmm. will definitely be in the top four. From there, I don't know where she'll go. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two that I'm going to call the most on are Madison and Hannah Ann. So here's what I think. Madison, mm-hmm. she'll go really far. Somehow it'll come out before the fantasy suites or during the fantasy suites that she's a virgin. Mm-hmm. And she, in my opinion, is a hundred percent the virgin. Mm-hmm. So this girl already has close to 400,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Um, her following grew before the show even started. And it's just because she's adorable. She's like she's really cute. A year she's out of college. Really she's beautiful. But more than that, she just has this cute like energy. You can like feel through her feed, but she is like, I can tell on fire for Jesus. She oh. is just like, a, has a heart for the Lord. From her first post back in 2013, it says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. That's her very first post. Mm-hmm. Um, her several nons in, she has a picture of a bunch of red hands with X's on them, which is for um, the End It movement, which is like, we want to end human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has another quote from the Bible. Um, and several, there's several posts she has throughout that are just quotes from the Bible. There are pictures of her at concerts, like Christian, I think one was at the passion conference. Mm -hmm. Um, so this girl is totally a a Christian an outspoken Christian. Um, and you and I both know outspoken Christians are typically virgins at 22, 23 as we both, well, you were a virgin until you were married. Um, at 22, mm-hmm. you know, and I was a virgin at 23. So, and I wasn't married. So, I mean, you know, um, yeah, I think she's totally the virgin and good for her. And I hope she doesn't have sex with Peter. I hope she stands strong. Like that would break my heart to find out she had sex with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to, I don't, I don't really care either way. I, I just would want her to not feel pressured like I would want her to do whatever is like best for her actually but yeah it's so, so hard to know when it's like to not have sex <laughs> well what's yeah but if she thinks not have sex well what if if she thinks it's what's best for her is to have sex then that's it's up to her yes okay I hear your point it's every woman's choice and it Hey, it's been my choice too. It's been your choice when to have sex and when not to. Mm-hmm. But if you're 23, you've gone this long without having sex in relationships, mm-hmm. um, which I can note, I stalked her pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, found a picture of her with a ex-boyfriend. I figured out he was an ex because I went to his page. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're telling you, this is not like on her feet. Like there's no picture of her and a guy. And that's mm-hmm. where you find the photo. It was like a photo with a bunch of photos, had to scroll back, mm-hmm. clicked on him just to sleuth, figured out he had a bunch of photos of her mm-hmm. um, throughout the years. So she dated this guy for over two years hmm. and she would have broken up with him in the fall of 2018. Hmm. So she started filming for The Bachelor in the fall of 2019, yeah. which means that she's been single for about a year mm-hmm. before this was filmed. Mm-hmm. Um 
But yeah, if she went that long without having sex to go on a TV show and lose your virginity that way to a guy who's dating yeah. two other women. Yeah. That's why I think like this is not the time to lose your virginity. Like yeah. lose your virginity to a guy you're dating. Like even like Aishley Iconetti, who knows if she lost her virginity to Kevin mm-hmm. when she was like 29 years old, like mm-hmm. good for her. Mm-hmm. Like if that's what she, that was her choice. Right. Yeah. But if she lost to Kevin, we don't know. They always keep it secretive. Like mm-hmm. she could have lost to Kevin. She could have lost to Jared before they were married. Who knows? But mm-hmm. if she lost it to Kevin, she sure as heck didn't do it when Kevin was dating other people. Kevin was just dating her. Yeah. It was on winter games. Mm-hmm. He was clearly only dating her. Yeah. You know, like that's the way to date. That's the way to have sex. With, yeah. It's just two of you. Yeah. You know, not like, Hey, let's see if you like me over her, you right. know? So right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that she will likely feel the same way. And yeah. And so I think that's going to end. Yeah. Value monogamy. Either way. I think so, too. Yeah. I think that's going to end the relationship. And I would be surprised if the show ends with him with her, even mm-hmm. on after. Mm-hmm. So here are my two biggest thoughts. With, and there's there's proof behind this. So post-filming, mm-hmm. here are some interesting things to note. And then I'll relate the two. Mm-hmm. Um. So post-filming, the people who are now close friends based on their Instagrams, mm-hmm. Hannah Ann and Victoria, mm-hmm. um, Victoria the brunette, Victoria F., mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are very close apparently. Like, I love you, best friend, Stay. those kind of comments. Because they have yep. a little bit of like a – They don't like each other. In the at second this episode, yeah. <laughs> I know. Shocking. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this because this is real time mm-hmm. that I'm recording this. And mm-hmm. so – I'm sharing all this now in January. We'll find out at the end of the season what actually mm-hmm. happens. But mm-hmm. Hannah, Anna, and Victoria are going to come out as good friends. Mm-hmm. Madison and um, Kelly. So Madison's the girl, the big virgin we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And Kelly, the sharp lawyer from Chicago, mm-hmm. they are also best friends. Kelly and who? Kelly and Madison. So the virgin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Madison. I could see that. Yeah. So they become good friends. Uh-huh. Um, so here's my prediction given that information. Mm-hmm. There must be something to join Hannah, Ann, and Victoria. Mm-hmm. So I think that one thing could be sex. Mm-hmm. My guess is that both of them have sex with Peter mm-hmm. and they get caught out for it, or they might mm-hmm. get caught out. Mm-hmm. My guess is also that Kelly either just becomes friends with Madison throughout the season and Kelly goes far enough that she encourages Madison when Madison mm-hmm. makes the top two or mm-hmm. top three, mm-hmm. or it's even deeper than that. And that Kelly is the friend being like, girl, you're a virgin. Don't have sex with him. Like mm-hmm. not saying that Kelly yeah. is a virgin too, but Kelly's kind of like, just a voice of why reason would you helping her totally. process, which, yeah. would, which would make sense if Kelly's 27, Madison's 23. Mm-hmm. I could totally see that dynamic. So here are my thoughts with all of that. All that being said, who could he end up with? Well, if Mm -hmm. Hannah, Ann, and Victoria are best friends, he ends up maybe with one of them, but clearly not both of them. Mm -hmm. I don't think those are your top two Mm -hmm. because there's no way that they become best friends from being the top two. Right. And there's no way Madison and Kelly are the top two because Mm -hmm. there's no way that those would be best friends out of being the top two. Mm -hmm. Because – 
typically the top two are not best friends. Yeah. Top one and three or one and four can be best friends, mm-hmm. but not one and two. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. all that to say, mm-hmm. my real prediction of who the winner is mm-hmm. if it's not Hannah Brown as you think which I actually don't think it's a Hannah Brown mm-hmm. I think the Hannah Brown stuff is a huge red herring mm-hmm. uh, yeah, as I was thinking that's... about it mm-hmm. I was thinking about like reading um so when I was a kid I used to love reading Nancy Drew mm-hmm. and Nancy Drew books were like this, these books about this little girl who was like solving mysteries and every, every day there was a new mystery Mm -hmm. and there was always like these red herrings. And I feel like this was like the classic format of like, you think it's going to be this person who committed the crime or did the, the, you know, did the thing, did Mm -hmm. the, you know, the bad thing. And then it's not, it's totally someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. So in literature, there's always like a red herring. Mm-hmm. And I just think that they've edited, the producers have, have edited all this Hannah Brown stuff to make her this massive red herring. Yeah. I could see that. I could definitely um, see that. Yeah. So just to kind of like blow smoke mm-hmm. and make us all follow the smoke and then we don't really see what's happening. So yeah. we'll see. But um, so anyway, that being said, Hannah and Victoria are not your top two. Madison and Kelly are not your top two, as in together. I think it's a pairing of those two. Yeah. I don't know who, though. Mm-hmm. I think Hannah Ann is going to be the winner. Mm-hmm. And here's mm-hmm. why. I think it's a sex call. I think it's nothing mm-hmm. more than... Yeah. Uh, well, she could, she came across as a Christian as well, but I, we just don't think she's a virgin. Right? I mean, there's plenty of people who are Christians and who are, are not virgins. Yeah, yeah, That's agreed. Fine, agreed. But she doesn't. But I think she comes their like sexual like, chemistry is going to like make that relationship pull forward ahead of everyone else's. You're saying? Uh yes. Yeah. I think it's, it's almost a very like important thing to him. Yes, I think it's important to him, and I also think. So here are a few things. Years ago, Ben Plant was a bachelor. He chose. Uh, Courtney Robertson. Mm-hmm. And when you were watching it, you kind of thought Courtney is the girl you love to hate, mm-hmm. who hopefully is not the bachelorette or hopefully, sorry, not the bachelorette, hopefully not the winner mm-hmm. of his season. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're not the bachelor. That's who Ben wanted. So Ben picked Courtney Robertson as his final. And of course, they broke up within several months and they're not together. And Little side note, Courtney Robertson is now engaged and she's pregnant. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, I want to say in her like 36, maybe 37. And um, she was good friends with Ari. Uh, so I've been following her for a while. Anyway, so side note, Courtney is engaged and pregnant. Uh, but I think this is going to be very much like that season. That like the whole season through, we're going to see that Hannah Ann is the front runner and we're going to want to think that the producers are like tricking us, Mm -hmm. but I don't think they're going to be able to trick us. I think it's going to be such a clear sexual tension that's going to like, and I, I I pivot to the Courtney Robertson, Ben Flanick story because on their season, they had sex before the fantasy dates. They had sex in the ocean, Mm -hmm. like in the middle taping. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to happen here. I think he's going to have sex with Hannah. I think she's the one he's going to have sex with. 
And then maybe have sex also with Victoria, like in a fantasy suite or mm-hmm. separate out of the fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to bind them as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't know. In a weird way, I think Hannah Ann is the winner. Mm-hmm. But in, 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 another theory I have is that Hannah Ann um, and um, Madison, mm-hmm. neither of them, like neither of them are his final pick or yeah. he doesn't end up with either of them. Mm-hmm. And right now, here we are in January, right now both of them, this is the other theory, mm-hmm. theory number two, is that who knows who he ends up with, maybe mm-hmm. Hannah Brown or maybe mm-hmm. no one. Mm-hmm. And both of them are the two people on producer's mind for mm-hmm. the next bachelorette. bachelorette. And so they're both vying for the bachelorette spot. And so mm-hmm. they're like, you know, Madison is, careful not to post too much and what she does post is about the bachelor mm-hmm. and then hannah ann similar what she's posting is like strategic like trying to be endearing like she posted a childhood picture of her mm-hmm. like as a little kid she's trying to like get people to like her off screen yeah, yeah. so that's my guess that's my those are my two guesses you gotta, guesses. Do, you gotta I, do yeah yeah i like those theories yeah, well, I, 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 I haven't heard anyone else have those theories, by the way. I've yeah. listened to so many podcasts. No one else has my theories. These are just yeah. my thoughts. We'll find out. No, I think you're uh-huh. totally right about the friends thing, though. Like, the the one and two are not are not friends, typically. So mm-hmm. that does add, add some interesting... I know. I, uh, my, uh, my, my bracket, we'll see how I... I'm leading right now after mm-hmm. episode two. See how it goes after episode three. Yeah. Um, oh, I will say that Jimmy Kennel, Kimmel, and he's always right. His wife makes predictions, and then he goes on the show, interviews the bachelor or bachelorette, and tells them who he thinks they pick. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Kimmel interviewed Peter, mm-hmm. and he showed the three pictures, and he says, here's who I think your top three are mm-hmm. and who I think the winner is. And he said, Matt, Hannah Ann, Madison, and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think he picked Madison as his final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he picked Madison as his final. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, I yeah. just find it personally, I would find it hard to believe if Madison's his final one. Mm-hmm. Because being a virgin that she yeah. is, mm-hmm. I don't think she'll get over the fact that he sleeps with other women. Yeah, that's hard. And she's like, yeah, I'll date you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my thought. Um Yeah. But, um, yeah, next Bachelorette, I think we have Madison or Hannah Ann. So we'll see. Yeah. That, so here we are, episode one and two. <laughs> Excuse me, planning out our next Bachelorette. You know, planning the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I think you're right about yeah. that. I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, we'll see. I wanted it to um, be Lauren or someone of color. But oh, we didn't gosh, get to know I them. Know. We didn't get to know her well enough. Now, I think Natasha's a spitfire, though. I oh, like her. I like her, too. I She's just telling it like it is. She's also, like, I think she was, like, an agent brought her to the show. Like, she oh, was, really? like, recruited, not, yeah. So, I think they were, like, we need someone older. We need someone with no filter. Yes. Um, And I like her. I like, like her, I like her feed. I found her online. It's, um... Natasha Parker mm-hmm. um, says she's a brand and event marketing producer and yogi. Mm-hmm. She says others want to box you in. Let them. His understanding is infinite in a praise. So like mm-hmm. God's understanding mm-hmm. is infinite. So 
I like her. I like her vibe. She seems yeah. like she's like very... when I watch it. When I watch it with my friends, she's like contentious. Like everyone's like, ah, oh, she keeps like like confronting him. She keeps like bringing stuff up and I'm like yeah that's why she's on the show (laughs) like the producers needed someone like her and that's why she's here she is doing her job (laughs) um yeah and she's she's great I think I think some of my friends uh think she's gonna be a villain but I don't know I think she's too likable for that uh, I think she's cool. I yeah. mean, go to her feed. Everyone go find her, Natasha Parker. She is like a cool chick. Like, I would love to meet her in real life. Mm-hmm. She seems like very put together. But yeah. again, I don't think she's one of those girls who's thirsty. Mm-hmm. Like, she just looks like sexy and cool and mm-hmm. I don't know, has a cool life, it looks like. But yeah. um, to me, it doesn't come off as thirsty. It just look, comes off as like, Free spirited, sexy, mm-hmm. just like very. She's smart with her marketing of herself, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, I like her a lot. So I don't know. Maybe she could be the next Bachelorette and be the first woman of color. It's yeah. possible. Oh, that'd be so nice. Oh, it would be nice to have a woman of color finally. Um, I speaking of next Bachelorettes and what brings people to the show. Um, I listened uh, to an interview Peter gave. I can't remember who it was to. Mm-hmm. It actually might have been Lauren Zima. It might have been. Um, Lauren Zima, by the way, is Chris Harrison's girlfriend. She works for E! Entertainment. Um, so he said he got into The Bachelor. Guess whose season? Hmm. Just take a guess. I don't know. Jason? No. Juan Pablo? Okay, what's the name of the podcast? On the Wings of Love, Jake Pavelka. Yes, I didn't. I've never seen his his season. Oh my gosh, really? I only named seasons I've seen. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I just okay, it was so funny. Yeah, how crazy is that? So Jake Pavelka was the Bachelor so many years ago. I I really want to say it was like a decade ago, maybe more than a decade. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. Um. And he was a pilot. He, he, I don't think, I don't know if he still is, but he was like Jillian Harris's top five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, like he didn't even go that far and they made him the bachelor. Actually, I want to say for sure his season was like 2009. Like it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I, it was, I think either it was filmed or it aired in 2009 because I know Vienna, his winner, was the same age as me at the time. Mm-hmm. I remember knowing like, oh, she's young. Like, how is she going to marry this guy at 22? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, she was 22, 23. Anyway, um, yeah. So Peter said he started watching it then, which makes, that means Peter was watching it when he was like, I don't know, his senior year in high school probably. Mm-hmm. And he said he got into the show because Jake Pavelko was a pilot. And he was like, oh, I want to watch a pilot. Mm-hmm. And that's truly what he said got him into the show is because wow. this guy was a pilot. And, mm-hmm. of course, he wanted to be a pilot. Yeah. And, you know, his whole family, his dad's a pilot, his mom's a, well, a stewardess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How cool is that? So yeah. Peter got into The Bachelor because of Jake. Yeah. And then here we are. A here decade are. later, decade he later. is The Bachelor. Yep. And... I'm going to just put it out into the the world mm-hmm. that let's pray for this. 
that we get Peter on my podcast on, on the wings of love. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to have you, Peter. I think you are such a sweet guy. Um, Hey, no shame in having sex, no shame and crying. I hear you cry a lot this season. Um, and also, uh, you know, no shame in being indecisive if you are. And I, I actually really liked how he handled Hannah Brown. I think he had to deal with his emotions and, you know, process things and, I don't fault him for one second. Yeah. So, yeah, good guy. Anyway, any last minute thoughts, Chels, on before we get to the next? Tonight, I think it's in the next few days, the next season, episode three. Yep. Um, any thoughts? No, not really. I think I'm just excited. excited what are you excited for? What happens? Ugh, it's like my friends wanting to binge it. It's like I just. I just want to get it all out. But to be fair, it is very fun to watch it one week at a time. Like the champagne gate thing was like, I laughed so hard. I think that was one of like the best moments of bachelor. I I haven't seen all the, all of the episodes, but like, like you have of past seasons, but (laughs) of what I've seen, it was like solid gold television oh it was it was epic um so yeah yeah poor kelsey i mean that was Mm. i do feel for her i feel like she's stunning stunning just yeah she's gorgeous yeah um poor girl somehow they i think they maybe decided that i don't know how they decide these things but like they don't want to make her number one mm-hmm. i do remember seeing in a preview her it was her saying to him i am falling in love with love you or i like i love you. you or something oh god yeah and it made me go oh my god is she gonna be like top five or mm-hmm. top six yeah because again i don't think she's like top four no i don't think i don't so think either. she's she's like also lying five. to him already you know yeah. i mean he confronts her and she's like what I didn't do that. And I'm like, oh, no. I mean, bored of lying. I don't know. She's she's trying to protect herself. She um, is. And defend herself. Anna Anne. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but it is, it is a lot. So at this point, I'm going to give Hannah Ann a grace and say that, like, maybe she doesn't realize that, like, she's kind of being pitted as the villain. Mm-hmm. And that's why she interrupted so many times. And maybe that's why she's, like, annoying. And But, like... There's an awesome meme going around, um, and I, I noticed this when it was happening, and then I was like, yes, someone created a meme. Thank God. So she made a toast at one point. I don't know if this was episode one or two, and she like, she's like, um, yeah, cheers to I, – I got it. Like that's how she said it. Like they're like – oh, he goes, Kelsey, you Kelsey. did the toast. And she's and she, like, hell no. And, and she's like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say. Like, no, I'm good. And then he was like, okay, okay. And I'm sure he's like prompting a bunch of the women. Like, you do the toast. Mm-hmm. And then either he said Hannah Ann or what. But then she goes, uh, I got it. Um, may we all blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then she puts the champagne to her mouth tosses it back doesn't even sip it and like makes this little like eye facial like (laughs) like I'm really cool or like it's just the best like google Hannah Ann memes um and it's a picture of her like sipping champagne not really sipping it Mm -hmm. and like doing the weirdest facial expression I'm like she's so weird I I think she's fake 
She's a little. But we'll, yeah, she's a little. But we'll find out. She could just be fake because it's early on. It could yeah. be edited. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yet. Yeah. Again, it's like people do weird things when a camera's on them. So that, that needs to be taken into account. I don't yeah. know. Okay, Charles, that was uh, an awesome recap we just had. Yeah. I mean, I love your theories about the end of the season, about mm-hmm. the girls now. Um, mm-hmm. I know I have some odd theories, too. So we'll see. But I think we this season's going to be awesome. I, I'm, like, really excited for the season. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pumped. Yeah. I actually, you know, I remember at Colton season, I wasn't really that excited. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not excited to watch Colton on TV. But mm-hmm. I think Peter has awesome girls, and they will just make yeah. this season. So oh, yeah. um, I'm going to post some updates, and um, I will likely recap um, at night, uh, the night when this airs, every uh-huh. every night, the uh, every Monday night on the podcast um, page on Instagram. And I'm also just going to post photos. So I might have some polls in the photos. I'm going to have some pictures. Um, but please um, subscribe to the Instagram page. It's called On the Wings of Love Podcast. Um, really easy. And if you're not already, rate and subscribe this podcast on Apple Podcast. Um, it is On the Wings of Love. You can listen on Apple or any other way uh, that you listen to your podcast. And um I can't wait to catch up next time. I'm sure we'll recap episode three. Uh, Again, we have some interviews coming up this winter. I'm so excited for um, previous Bachelor contestants. Um, They can share with you their lives, um, what what they felt about their experience on The Bachelor, um, and just so much more. So I'm really excited to bring some of Bachelor Nation to you. And um, yeah, I'm just excited. It's 2020 can't believe it yeah already here so um anyway i guess i guess i'll catch you guys next time so on the wings of love uh we're on apple and we're on instagram so follow us on the gram all right love you guys thanks so much for listening love you merrily love you always chelsea <laughs> all right bye-bye <laughs>